everybody, and welcome to another episode of Middle of the Row, the podcast. This week, we are discussing a new release from our friends at Netflix. They write me Christmas cards and everything. <laughs> that is the film Project Power. This film stars Jamie Foxx. Joseph Gordon Lovett, who will be affectionately known as JGL this episode, mm-hmm. as well or as some... um, I refer to him as Hit Record Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is the girl's name? Uh, Dominique Fishback. Oh yeah. Okay, Dominique Fishback, and um, that's about. I mean, there's also, some other recognizable girl, faces. Woman, but... she's thirty years old. Woman? Yeah. Are okay. you kidding? No. No. I, no. She's thirty. He weirded years me old. out. I was like, "Why is this like this girl supposed to be like in high school? Looks like she's 30. And then I looked it up. Oh, it's because she is thirty. Oh, I, she didn't okay. look thirty to me. Yeah, I didn't. No, I didn't think I she looked thirty. I thought she looked like she was in high school. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, this movie's here to like start this like." <laughs> Just blossoming rap career of this small child. <laughs> I was I was getting flashbacks to like early nineties slashers where it's like all the high school kids are like late twenties, early thirties actors. <laughs> or like or like Knives Chow. Like this is Knives Chow all over again. <laughs> Man. That's crazy. Like I see it with her. A lot of the times people will ask me like what school I go to. It's like I'm thirty two <laughs> years old. <laughs> I'm not in school. I, I got that question until I grew the beard, so unfortunately I don't have yeah. any advice for you. <laughs> Alright, guess I'll just have to grow a beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in all fairness to the people who ask me, though, I still have, like, the complexion and acne of a small teen, so <laughs> that'll do it. <laughs> I just want to say I think this is the fastest that we've ever gotten off track <laughs> yeah, I'm just. I mean, I'm just, in all fairness, it started very on track. Yeah, about an actress. So, <laughs> and I think at this point, I think the longer Zach doesn't talk, and potentially the more frustrated he gets, the more entertaining it is for the listener, right? <laughs> and and by listener, I mean listener. Speaking of aging, aging human beings. Uh, Rodrigo Santoro, did he just like age Colonel a million Sanders? years in the, oh, the last look? movie? I mean, the last thing I remember him in was, uh, wasn't he Xerxes in 300? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I had to look him up. I was like, who I mean, is this he's actor? he's been in plenty of stuff since He looks then. so familiar, but at the same time, he's like selling us KFC buckets. Who is this man? And it was him. But, but I guess he's supposed to look wrinkly because he expands when he, yeah. spoiler. <laughs> I think that's why he looks so old. Makes sense. I want, I want the listener to know that I am very frustrated with my co-host right now because they've never watched Lost, and so they would not recognize him what as the universally disdained I, I have character Lost. Have I think all four of us? Ben, have you seen Lost? I, w- I watched like no, the first seen, three or four seasons. He quit, he quit at the I best just... twist So yeah, of all, all time. four of us have seen Lost, John. He's Paulo. He's Paulo from for Lost. For like an episode. He's the character that everyone hated. <laughs> so Carlton Cuse and Damon Lindelof were like, uh, I guess we'll kill him off. Project Power is directed by Henry Juice and Ariel Shulman. They directed Nerve, was their biggest hit, as well as Catfish, the documentary. I think they produced the show. Catfish and was their premiere, I think. 
Yeah, and they also directed two Paranormal Activity movies, number three and four. This is uh, a Netflix original. I think it was developed through them. And then, um, but yeah, it's like Limitless meets X-Men. Is that an accurate description? I mean, pretty much. There's like a billion movies, I feel like, that are about human evolution and yeah. superpowers. So take your pick. <laughs> um, but I say as I can't think of one <laughs> off the top of my head. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a, the, the plot on Letterboxd says an ex-soldier, a teen and a cop collide in New Orleans as they hunt down for the source behind a dangerous new pill. <laughs> that grants users temporary superpowers i would not say they collide i would say they conveniently and contrivedly intersect with one another (laughs) but yeah um just to get some spoiler free thoughts out on this one since we're already 10 minutes into the episode and we haven't talked about the movie (laughs) the yeah i don't know it's very fine it's like a cool idea that just I, I, the whole movie feels half baked. Like every set piece, the every concept, every character and plot. I don't know. Everything just feels like it's like the first draft of a potentially good mm-hmm. idea. And while the production value is pretty solid and looks mostly pretty good, and they do some cool things. I, I, I don't I don't know I just I was I was engaged but I it, the movie never went over the top there was there was one or two like pretty affecting scenes uh, the aftermath the rap sequence being the best one between Jamie not the first one I did not like that one but the one between Jamie Fox uh, who is art and the first one the first rap scene was her by herself then there was the school. Okay, the then third one Jamie then. Jamie Fox. Then the Jamie Fox. Okay, so the third one. But oh, I like the school one. Just the hard cut to reality. Yeah. That was good. I don't know. Didn't work y- for me. You might say the snap back to. Um, but I was entertained. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> I enjoyed. John, why I enjoyed... are you the whitest one here? <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed enjoyed JGL's accent. And while there was some interesting chemistry going on, I wish the script was better to pull it all together. Maybe the uh, the inevitable sequel. Maybe they'll get it right. But I felt the I same like the, way about Old Guard too. One of the bones you thrown too. to this movie was you liked his accent. <laughs> <laughs> the music it's was like, okay. What too. can I possibly find to praise about this movie? <laughs> yeah. What did you give it? Like score wise, Zach. Two and a half. Oh. Okay. It's a very just I'm in down the, same... the middle of the road picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I <laughs> give it the, the same. <laughs> I give it the same. I give it the same score. It just it feels like I mean the star power of Fox and JGL is enough to keep it mostly entertaining. Like I mean they, those they both just have such like innate charisma that they can make pretty much anything watchable, uh, which is what Fishback they do. Has a lot of charisma too, by the way. <sighs> I think she has a couple of good moments, but I mean, I, I just... I think her issues are with she's in the character she's getting to play, not with her performance. Yeah. Yeah, that could be it too. Um, and it's like, I feel like 
you were saying it feels like the first draft of something, but to me it feels like a kid is writing it as he goes. And yeah. then just... <laughs> and then there are certain things where it's like, I would question it, but a five-year-old would probably <laughs> just keep going and try to build on it. Um, and that's kind of what I had. I had a lot of issues like that. Um, and I mean, like, for a movie that's supposed to be about superheroics and all that, like, my favorite sequence had nothing to do with any of that, which I guess I'll get into spoilers, but it includes a towel. Um, and it's just <laughs> that, that alone, like, that's an almost four-star scene in the rest of this movie, oh, which yeah. is not a good movie. <laughs> it's not terrible, it's just, it's so plain, so uninspired. I think I there's know, inspiration, just... it just, like, it, it, like, the structure of the movie just doesn't make sense sometimes. Like, like why, they, they, it, it feels like a lot of Netflix movies, which is just built by the algorithm. Like, they, they hold back, they hold back reveals that should happen way earlier for i don't know it just it just it could have could have been better <laughs> yeah i'm pretty much in the same boat 2.5 i thought the movie like it felt like it was dragging for a long time i thought a lot of the um for the most part other than the abomination expanding man that we talked about <laughs> i thought most of the cgi was done pretty well like the burning man in the beginning um i thought i thought the ice sequence was cool where the action was happening around a character so that they didn't actually have to get too Disagree. in depth with the action going on behind it. Well, I thought conceptually it was fun. Yeah. I don't know yes. if it was fully realized. It's a half-baked it's a, thing. Like, it's a cool idea that was weirdly executed. Not, yeah, yeah. It's just like there's a lot of a lot of lackluster execution on like mm-hmm. a couple of interesting ideas. Yeah. yeah, and for the most part, like, I was trying to keep track. Like, it starts out as like someone's behind it but then other people are also involved with it. And I'm like, wait, what is the motivation behind this? Why is this happening? Like, I didn't know if I was just being really stupid or if it was just super poorly written. So yeah. No, it was poorly written. I couldn't tell you who was what and where the real government yeah. started and the crime syndicate. But I, I have no yeah. idea. Yeah, so I just found the whole experience watching it kind of just frustrating, basically. So it's like, by the end of it, I was like, yeah, I'm glad this is over. It was okay, but I'm not going to watch it again. There were so many, like, movie logic flaws. Like, when JGL goes in, like, there's a there's a point late in the movie uh, the where... The five minutes? He, well, the, well, there's that. But, like, he <laughs> enters a facility late in the movie, and it's, like, really high secure and everything. And then mm-hmm. two minutes later... Robin just walks through the front door and it's like, what? What yeah. just happened? <laughs> There's so many little things like that. Early on, he walks into a bank and the guy robbing it is just standing somewhere for who knows how long with this pill in his system and somehow <laughs> it lasts for a lot longer. Yeah, and he's like, also on a There's just so much stuff that it looks thing, cool, yeah. but it makes no sense. Yeah. Again, that's the half-bakedness of it all. Also, I just love that guy. Like, you get to see his butt, meaning he's not wearing pants, meaning he is a Ken doll. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Hey, this is rated R. They could have shown us some invisible dick. They could have. Uh, John. Yeah, I'm pretty much, I think, on board with all... In fact, I think... Oh, the last thing I just want to say really quickly, like, the color scheme bothered me so much. I was like, does this count as a Christmas movie? Because there's so much red and green. And at one point, <laughs> Jamie Foxx even says, Merry Christmas to someone. So I was like, what is this? This is the next um, Die Hard die if hard. people actually cared about this movie, except Die Hard is a Christmas movie. <laughs> I think actually, I started at a three, but I think you guys have convinced me to a 2.5 because... Feeling left out. There are... 
Yeah, there there are so many entertaining aspects about this movie, including some of the action sequences and some of the CGI and just the the performances in general. But the structure of this film and and the direction, I think the direction is actually pretty good as well. Um, especially if this, I mean, arguably is their first action film. No, like, well, I guess Nerve. Nerve, I Nerve haven't seen Nerve, so like, Nerve's a, I mean, a yeah. low budget um, but pretty substantially. It's like action thriller kind of thing, yeah. And it's the action. The action in, in Nerve is a lot better than what's in this. I agree. Gotcha. But like, yeah, it still it feels so haphazard. It didn't. It wasn't slow for me. But even though it was moving along pretty, at a pretty fast pace. Not I won't I won't say fast pace, but steady like followable pace, pace. <laughs> steady pace. Yeah, it did. Like I noticed the things that Ben was saying about how it just seemed like. There was ideas after ideas after ideas, and it just it was kind of thrown. Ag- it seemed like they were just throwing ideas against the wall and see, like seeing what stuck. Mm-hmm. And it it didn't not work, but it didn't it didn't come off as like super well executed and just not as good as it could have been, maybe. Or I Zach, I like what you said. Like this was really just made for the algorithm. It's a fun action superhero film with. Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Jamie Foxx. It does what it wants to do, I think, very, like, well, or, like, to its satisfaction. But that being said, it's not great. I, yeah, I probably wouldn't watch it again. Compared to, like, say, some other one-off action films that J.J. has done, like, say, Looper. (laughs) Like, I was thinking about Looper. Looper was, like, really well Mm -hmm. done. That was directed by one of the best directors in Hollywood. (laughs) Yeah, you can't you can't put this anywhere near Looper. Like it's not, it's such an unfair comparison. Like, yeah. When's well, last time actually, Joseph? That's what's the, the last time Santoro movie I've been trying to think <laughs> of. <laughs> yeah, he's very sexy man in that movie. What's the last good mm-hmm. movie Joseph Gordon-Levin was in? Jo- um, Dark Knight not Rises. The last one about the plane. Oh no! Um, there's got to have been something since then. Where he's a main lead. Shit. His, I enjoyed Don John. He did a voice in Knives Out? Was Don John Yeah, he's after? a police officer. Don John was after, a year after Dark Knight. He directed that, too. Yeah, so I would say just... I, I thought he wrote it, too. Yeah, he did everything on it. Um, he's but good Don in Sin City, John. his bit. This the second true? one. I also enjoyed The Walk. I've heard I've heard good things about The Walk. Yeah, I, I, I haven't seen it. The Night Before was fun, too. That's the tightrope one? Yeah. Oh, the night before was awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's good in that. But that's five years ago. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that's. Did after. anyone see seventy five hundred? Lauren, Lauren, you saw seventy five hundred. Yeah, I was right? not impressed. Yeah. Okay, he so it's been a good five though. years. And he, I mean, I don't even think he's that great. No, in this no, movie, he was in the Last Jedi. Fun. Oh, he was. He played a voice. <laughs> he was a voice. <laughs> so I say he, it's been, been five years like, since we had a pretty good JGL. Zach, what did you what did you say about uh, what did you say about uh, the night before? It, it's good. It's solid. I think Ben likes it more than I do, but I I mean it's a fun movie. Yeah, I mean okay. I'm not gonna say it's like one of the best all time comedies, but it is. It's definitely like an enjoyable, and extremely entertaining movie. Like it's worth watching. Yeah, Zach, have you seen Snowden? No. Okay. What was the last thing that <clears throat> Jamie Foxx was in that we liked? Baby driver. Baby driver. Ugh. 
I can't with that. Um, I feel like there's oh, really has, something Has anyone stuff. seen Just Mercy yet? No, not yet. Uh, no. Robin Hood. That was not it. <laughs> also, I mean, I think if she hasn't blown up already, I think Dominique Fishback, this will probably be the world's like mainstream exposure to her so i think she'll probably actually go have a, a pretty storied career after this even though the two things that she's been in so far show me a hero and the deuce are apparently incredible as well so show me a hero it's good the deuce the deuce is the the james franco and uh maggie gyllenhaal one right the deuce was good Isn't too i haven't finished supposed it though to be good? with uh who who wrote that um david simon who wrote the wire too like prostitute porn in the 70s in New York City, yeah. She's in The Hate You Give. That's supposed to be good. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I've heard it's good, though. We're bad film watchers. Okay, um. so I think that's going to do it for Project Power. Pretty straight across <laughs> the board. Uh, spoilers. We'll go into spoilers. Spoiler-free section. Oh, I thought you were Project legitimately Power. ending the podcast episode. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> in all fairness, across I the don't board. know if I have that much more to say, really, but everyone's uh like a solid c on this movie average yeah but before we go into spoilers would you would you guys if someone was like i think i should i what should i watch project power would you dissuade them i don't think i'd dissuade but i would be like it's not great but i would say just stop go you. in with middle of the row expectations like it's <laughs> not gonna blow you away <laughs> i'd agree i'm not gonna tell someone not to see it but i'm not gonna tell them yeah I'm not going to go around saying it's great and then look like an idiot. Um, so Project <laughs> As Power. As I often do. <laughs> As I often do. <laughs> Tell us remember, about hey, Finn. Remember Tell how we were all Finn trying to get Zach the again? throw shade? Project cough, Power. Alice in Wonderland. Cough. <laughs> Maybe see it. And with that, we're going to go into spoilers for this. So spoilers? So spoilers. With that, we're going to get into spoilers. So spoilers? Sure. Spoilers. 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 All the spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. So we can all agree, Joseph Gordon-Levitt coming out of the mom's house and wearing the towel after wearing his hair is like by far the best scene in this movie. <laughs> like, that was a clutch move on his part. And like, oh God, that was so good. Yeah, I don't know. I'm secretly in the I don't think he's that great in this movie camp. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's fun, but he's not that good he's either. Fun. Yeah, I mean he's not he's I not stretching. But, but so much of it's like I don't know if anyone's character is great. So yeah, he's not stretching any like com- any like acting muscles. But I mean he's definitely mm-hmm. like entertaining throughout. See, I was just, all the time I was distracted by, I was like, can he really just wear a Saints jersey to work? I was also like, yo, man, I, I'm not sure how I feel about you buying this this 30-year-old teenager a bike, like, out of nowhere. He didn't just, buy it. He took just... it from the impound. He <laughs> that, stole it for her. That, that gave me real, like, that made me very uncomfortable. It's like, that That feels like, <laughs> mm, I don't know. But he's he's a good guy, so I guess it's okay. It's okay. He was he was exchanging it for um. drugs. <laughs> Well, and also, in his defense, the fact that she's played by a 30-year-old makes it, like, slightly better, right? No. Because <laughs> she's playing if, a child. Yeah, if she was playing a 30-year-old, maybe. No. This this movie is very questionable with everyone. I love the part where it's like, 
I wrote in the very beginning of the movie, I was like, if this movie tries to convince me that this child kidnapper and someone who sticks a gun to her is a good guy, I will hate everything. And sure <laughs> enough, it's like, not only does the movie think he's a good guy, but she loves him. <laughs> like, yeah, she wants him to be her real, dad. <laughs> there's a lot of quick heel turns, like, I'm gonna go in yeah. and arrest him. Oh, well, we should probably go kill these people then. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. Did I skip? Did we miss something? I don't understand where we just went. Like, yeah, yeah. She had this like the fastest turnaround of Stockholm syndrome. Also, my my favorite kind of what the fuck moment, just like the kind of no one thought this through, is like he Fox's character talks about them getting their powers from animals. Yeah. And then five minutes later, his daughter Jurassic Park. Back this is Jurassic Park. The dead. <laughs> What animal does that? Yeah, exactly. What <laughs> what animal lights themselves on fire? Like that's the first power we see. Yeah. Also, like, Jamie Foxx's power it, wasn't an animal. He was the fucking sun. No. Well, that's why I was so confused with every. No, his he was a pistol shrimp. Are there are there um, animals that are bulletproof? Like, I mean, I know they're animals no. with thick hides, but he he looked like he turned into a football. Basically, like that was the texture <laughs> of his skin. <laughs> But like I was just so confused with that because they're like, you know, it's just you get what you get. But at the same time, you're like, can you not just specify what animal you put into it? Like, I don't understand why they can't genetically modify this in a certain way to be not so like haphazard with what happens. Was Rodrigo Santero like a lopsided pufferfish? Like, <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, well, I don't and know remember, the either. one guy just blew up. So yeah. it's like. What animal just blows up? Well, that's up? just a random side effect. Sometimes it just happens. And honestly... Where are these, these gorilla suits? Oh, they're probably gorillas. You know what animal I would have loved to have seen? Like a gerbil? Where just someone like gets to lose an appendage just to get out of a situation? That would have been a good somebody power. Gets, I don't like, know how somebody gets a really long neck from a giraffe or some shit. Like. But they were just... They were also like, you know, oh... This, like some animals can like regulate their body temperature but it's like why does that make her turn to ice that's not how that works <laughs> yeah again just not a lot of thought going into some of this uh no what is uh jamie fox's power kill him like is there a reason for that i don't know okay do hot. pistol shrimps die immediately when they do things i don't think so why does it kill him <laughs> And not uh, Robin, because Robin, it's like yeah. he's just flinging plasma everywhere, and she's like ten feet away from him, and perfectly Again, fine. And but everyone else yeah, is just like, like decimated around her. The bad guy, the bad lady, got away too until that crane fell on her too. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. But then I'm sure she was melted by him just exploding. It looked cool, but it made no sense. In the sequel, we find out that she took a pill like at that exact same time and somehow got away. And now she's utilizing her powers of, I don't know. All the powers. She just. Ram, like rams. Like she has horns now. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, it's like really symbolic. Like she's the devil or something. Her power's an armadillo. She can just roll into a ball and protect herself. <laughs> they need to work on their marketing. Cause they're like, yeah, this thing makes you last forever. And then like, they're clearly nowhere near I'm that sorry, level. What? When was this a Viagra commercial? <laughs> that explains so much of what was going on when i was watching it oh my God. no but i just figured out what the daughter had the powers of she was et because she walked yes, by she those was. one plants and mm -hmm. they died and then I came back like, to lawrence life. having some issues right now 
Yeah, I did. When she when the plant when they showed the plants, I was like, No, don't you dare. <laughs> also, that's like one of those weird things too. Like, why does she not try to heal Joseph Gordon Levitt? You know, like that it's like At this weird point? delay. Like she had an opportunity to help somebody and then we I, I get waiting to do it with her dad. But at the same time, it like is a weird story beat for her to just not and also, do that. If she if she has like all the powers, couldn't she just break out? Like, yeah, you'd think. What's gonna stop her? Good she can, question. Like, if she can fling plasma like her dad, like literally melt through things, couldn't she just sink the entire fucking ship, grow gills, and then swim home? But to her not saving hit record Joe. I think she might have just not liked him because at the end he was like, "Can't you? Can you heal a bullet wound?" And she just didn't respond to him. Smile. Like maybe she just doesn't like him. <laughs> like, no, I can't. Not for you. I don't like your Saints jersey and your New Orleans accent. But yeah, like, what what animal can just push bullets out of its body? Like Wolver- everyone had like the X Men. Well, I mean, Wolverine, I guess. Yes. <laughs> Wolverine's character can. <laughs> they got him. Well, is he based off of Wolverine? Like one of the... Can Wolverines do that? Maybe <laughs> she got that character got the lichen powers from Underworld, where you just push the bullets Ooh. out. So, like that—that that was one of the inconsistency that—that that is <laughs> like emblematic of the greater problems with this movie, in that, um, at first we're exposed to it, and it just seems like oh. Like, people are just getting random powers all over the place, and it doesn't really, like, mm-hmm. make sense, but that that's fine. But then they try to explain it kind of by saying, by almost implying that, like, oh, yeah, like, the powers that they're getting are powers that, like, we see in evolutionary, mm-hmm. like, biology already. And it's just like, what? No, that doesn't make sense. Um, it's the but same. And so it's... But again, it's it seems like a good concept, mm-hmm. and so it just, they kind of start with it, and they just run with it. And it's... It's just not, it's not great. Yeah, and that's how we get the Indomitable Rex. It's the same thing. Um, I haven't seen it, but it's that same premise as kind of like, uh, what's the Scarlett Johansson movie with the the mind pills? Uh, oh, uh, Lucy? Yeah, where it's like, what happens if we use 100% of our brain? We already are! Stop it with this <laughs> bullshit! And then it's like that same, it's that same shit with this where it's just like, we're unlocking, you know, the human potential it's like okay it was cool when green goblin did it because it was kind of cheesy and supposed to be <laughs> not so much here all right but i think this was done to a certain extent in the movie's defense it did try to be kind of campy and it was did campy it? without being over yeah i thought it was i thought campy. it was trying and to I, pre- but... play pretty serious I mean, yeah <laughs> i'm with john i, 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 I think it it, it 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 didn't execute it but it was try- like Joseph Gordon-Levitt feels like he's in a bit different movie. And then yeah, Robin's yeah, well, character... <laughs> the Robin character's yeah. kind of in both worlds. And then Jamie Foxx is in the most serious bit. And it can't get on the same page. Yeah. I'm still just not over the fact that Robin's character is, like, doing surgeries with her mom at the vet center. <laughs> it's like, when did she get the 30. time to learn how to suture things? Yeah, yeah that's she, true. She Maybe... Just, she just she's just been held gr- back that many times in high school. She's, she's just, actually a thirty-year-old. She's been get, she can't pass high school because she got her uh, veterinary degree. She's too busy time. getting those hours in at the vet's office. 
Yeah, but like just with the power stuff, and then with the government versus just drug, like was um, Rodrigo Santoro's character? He was just like a like a crime boss, right? He was was he part of the government? No, I think he was trying to sell it to the government, but he was not. Yet. But it was already the government's drug. He was trying to sell it back to the government. <laughs> no, he was selling it to different like corrupt governments. That wanted to like over yeah. or like he was like a middleman like, create like an oppressive. But I also role. just don't yeah. understand because it's like in the beginning the government was making it. Arguably, the usual typical route is to make super soldiers, but now the government's making it to just have human evolution. So it's like I don't understand the like the motivation the of government, this government. The government uh, wanted to make super soldiers, so they enlisted yeah. the company with the T. Yeah. To do it. And then Jamie Foxx melted everybody and they stopped mm-hmm. it. But then the company kept on trying to make the drug. And that's where but, um, yeah, but Xerxes the thing comes is like, in to distribute it to but like, test why are out the, the product. But those government agents are still like trying to get the people. I, think, coming in I don't think they're people. government. I think they're, they work. They're like private security for the, the, the company, which is similar to what the on the old guard had similar private security but that guy who had that office in the back of his truck they were like this is the government yeah my my problem Mm. is like they were doing this because they were told to stop doing the experiments Mm -hmm. so now they're trying to do it like secretly so the government doesn't know they're doing it and they're doing it secretly by just selling it to tons of people in a city but it's yeah. also been like, like 16 exploding years. and setting things on fire. Yeah, that was the other thing I didn't understand. There was such a huge time difference. Because like, like, Jamie like, Foxx's daughter wasn't born until after he was Yeah, it's on. like the way he explained that story. I was like, oh, so they tried to get her as a child, like a baby, right? Oh, no, she's like a teenager. Okay, maybe a 30-year-old as well. <laughs> <laughs> that was also That was also really weird. Like it was an interesting idea to like the flashback thing as it would like change in the middle mm-hmm. but it also but then it never really i don't know it was weird like and then when they did it where they had like the full flashback when they're in the car you don't even get to mm-hmm. see what happened in the when he's driving like that in real time i, I he ran over some yeah some like he ran signs. into like one thing <laughs> instead of crashing into a, yeah driving through a he was driving through a cornfield in his memory how long did he drive into a mall and like perfectly drive through the, path, the middle? Of <laughs> oh the my thing? god, the wreckage behind him that we don't know about—it's <laughs> just like miles of bodies behind him. <laughs> yes, and the girl just in the side seat's like, "Are you okay?" It's yeah. like you just murdered a ton of people. <laughs> I did. I one of the effects things that I did like though was how it showed first, like whenever someone took a pill, the like changes in the eye, and yeah. then how that. And then they kind of like zoomed out a little bit and showed like what was happening in the overall body, whether it was the guy catching on fire or Joseph Gordon-Levitt getting harder. And (laughs) um, I I thought your dick uh, was getting harder. That was the joke earlier, right? Um, It's implied at this point. It's kind of it's a cyclical thing. Like which came first, Zach? The very chicken, chicken and the dick scenario. Yeah. Um, one thing that kept making one kept one thing that kept weirding me out, and it's only because I've seen it. But uh, the pills in this movie are like technology, not like just pills. Mm-hmm. So I kept going back to Deep Blue Sea because there's this guy who takes these pills. <laughs> 
that are supposed to like make him smarter, but whenever he does, there's like like robot signs behind him for some reason, and it's just like the <laughs> weirdest is, fucking which thing. Which deep blue sea is this? I don't remember this. From Two, the, first the second one, the, okay. the really bad one. It's the second one. Oh, the really bad one, as opposed Fuck to you, John. the other bad one and hey, the bad most one. Most people are on Ben and our, my side, okay? Like whatever, yeah. you guys. Yeah. <laughs> but Fuck you guys. It just whatever. the pills bothered me so much because every time it was like they would say like the <laughs> the thing with Jamie Foxx at the end, he's talking to this woman and like he says something and like threatens her and then like t- then shows the pill and takes it. It's like why didn't someone just shoot him in the head immediately? <laughs> like, yeah, like could have stopped us all from happening. Happening. When you have like Jamie Foxx is holding the pill in his mouth, like talking to the guy who has him tied up. If I were that dude, mm-hmm. I would have just shot him like immediately. Exactly. That's what I'm pump. just saying. <laughs> not- I wonder if Jamie Foxx did a take where he sounded what he would actually sound like with a pill that that big sitting in the back of his mouth. <laughs> oh, you guys let my dog go, you know? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what the most dangerous creature is? Some people say it's a lie because it's big, but it's not. It's yeah, he, had this, he had that in his mouth. How long did he have that, that in his mouth? The lion is the most powerful. Like a good hour? Well, I mean, the pills Since clearly got last kidnapped? like 20 days. So <laughs> like that whole scene is like, whatever. I've just watched Shark Week. The lion is not the most powerful animal. <laughs> know your audience. There's, It's just, I don't know why, but like as soon as he started talking about the pistol shrimp, I started thinking about... There's like a female improv team that plays basketball. Mm-hmm. It's like I've always heard the pistol shrimps alluded to, but <laughs> that's what their team is named. I want I want them to do like in this if they if they do a sequel, I want people with powers that are like useless. Like someone gets like the eyes of a mole, so they take the pill. Oh fuck! And they're just they can't see because it's so bright <laughs> out and stuff. Like that would yes, be a that would far have been more amazing. Inter- yeah. That'd be a far more entertaining movie to me. And then they just start making tunnels throughout their house. (laughs) No, no, they don't get all of the. They just get like the shitty ones that like, like someone gets like the hearing of a bat and they're in traffic, so they're like deaf for the rest of their lives or some shit. Like Like, you get the flight of the penguin. <laughs> it also just bothered me at one point that <laughs> Jamie Foxx's character is like, This ain't no Batman and Robin, that's a movie. It's like, How dare yeah. you? First of all, I was offended that he said it was a movie, but then I was like, At the same time, I was like, I wish yeah. this movie was Batman and Robin. Give us some like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mr. Freeze puns right now when that girl's dying. Nice to meet you. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Zach, what did, what did you not like about that scene? I actually thought it was kind of cool. No, I, 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 enjoyed, I enjoyed the concept, but like, they kept on just putting Rodrigo Santoro's character like they're literally like five feet away from That's each true. other, but he would just like <laughs> pop up on the screen, and it's like, yeah. why is he not dead yet? Like they're like moving two feet at a time. <laughs> like the the, the, the yeah, idea was yeah. good, the execution was poor. It was also yeah, kind of hard fair. to see some of the stuff outside that was going of it. Yeah. Well, I think that was the point, so they didn't have to choreograph yeah. it too much. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, I enjoyed just watching the girl, though. It's like, oh, that must suck so bad. Though, like, she ripped, like, a finger off yeah. on the floor. It's like, ugh, so gross. They also should yeah. have either gone all in on the gore or, like, they seemed to always be pulling yeah. punches with it. And it was, like, it would, like, really quick flash to it. I don't know. It seemed like they could have mm-hmm. gone over the top with it. But they always just kind of shied away from it outside a couple of, like, close-up shots of... I mean, Jamie Foxx did skewer a ton of people. <laughs> well, and then he shot 
uh, Rodrigo Santoro's like fingers like yeah. straight off too. Oh yeah, that was gross. A lot of lost fingers. Um. Now I'm just thinking of him hulking out again. It looks so bad. Yeah, and it's weird because I mean, like everything else looks pretty decent, and it's just like mm-hmm. this really shitty sequence that just. Oh, actually, one of my favorite sequences and fight sequences was I'm assuming he's probably like one of those bone breaking dancers. But when yeah. uh, when hit record Joe is fighting someone in the boat and he's just like just doing all this different stuff with his like bending mm. appendages and whatnot. <laughs> it was just fun to watch because yeah. I'm assuming that was a dancer doing all that stuff. Yeah. So it was really cool just to think of the choreography of that moment. Shane, they couldn't put all these fun bits into more funness. I think that's going to do it for Project Power, unless somebody's got something else for us. Probably, but who knows. Next week. I was also kind of frustrated with how they did Joseph Gordon-Levitt's boss's character. Because it was just like, oh, he had this moment of being like very much like, we have to stand up for our city because it's been through so much shit. And then he's like, and then they just write him off at the end. Like he never comes back again in any way. They're just like, oh, he's secretly yeah, Courtney on Courtney B. Vance was definitely going anymore. for something in this movie. Like with that hat. And those sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next week. You know what he's great in? Uh, if you guys watch it, just premiered the uh, Lovecraft Country. He's awesome in that. Nice. Oh, but about that scene with him where he's like yelling at Joseph Gordon-Levitt for like doing his own thing. And he's just like, no, we have to do this for our city. It's like, no, you endangered so many people by running into that bank with the hostages and everything. <laughs> it's like, you should not be doing whatever you want as a vigilante. You can't be trusted. He yeah, we already heard this isn't Batman or Robin. Invisible penis on everybody. <laughs> yeah. But but he yeah. is Robin. Yeah, they could have. And speaking of that, they could have pulled like some the... Kevin Bacon nonsense. <laughs> The yeah, like man. the the Ken doll gets on the bus and like the money bag explodes <laughs> on him, in like the the or the trolley I think it was and like the trolley driver keeps going like nothing happened like there wasn't just an explosion on your trolley. Like, well, he was trying to get so away stupid. from the explosion. He was trying to drive away from the explosion that was coming with him, <laughs> regardless. <laughs> it was there Physics was just so hard. much dumb stuff in this movie. <laughs> Oh, no. It was stupid. I enjoyed some of it, but it was stupid. <laughs> Very stupid movie. That's yeah. going to do it for Project Power. Uh, next week, I'm making an executive decision right here. We're going to do a flashback to 2000 to review Best in Show, uh, the second film directed Best in by Chris. What did I I think that's what I said. Best. I thought you said Best and Show. Oh, best in show. It's best the, of show. It's shut up, John. It's the best to show. It's the second mockumentary directed best how by show. Christopher Guest. I think best a but show. I think he might have directed another movie in there at some point with Waiting for Guffman. But um, I feel like this is the most <clears throat> beloved of the the little mockumentary trilogy. I feel like th- there's movies outside that he's done a couple things after that, but those three. Wait, what about Spinal Tap? I feel like Spinal Tap. Yeah, is, but he he, he, he didn't he didn't direct that? that. He directed Waiting for oh. Guffman, uh, this and A Mighty Wind, and I would say that was his definitely peak. Um, his two movies after that is the movie one was good. Um, forgot the name of that one, and then uh, oh, what was the one they? 
Didn't he do mascots? Yeah, mascots was okay. Recently? I was a little disappointed with it. Yeah, I thought it was. It was yeah. I mean, it drew. Yeah, coming off of some other. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think Lauren picked best in show for us. She she likes yeah, dogs. I've never seen it. <gasps> and you're such a dog person. I know that's why I picked it. <laughs> I've always heard good things. I'm probably gonna hate it due to the type of comedy, but we'll see. Um, so come and see if Lauren likes a movie she's never seen before next week. <laughs> it's it's gonna be like Isle of Dogs. It's like you think I'd like it, but I'm probably gonna hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and until then, I'm Zach Oldenburg. Find me wherever you can find at Zach Oldenburg. Find us at middleofrow.com. Rate and review the podcast. Apparently it does stuff. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd at the Grigsby Bear. And you can find all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Row. I'm Jonathan Rahul. You can follow me on Twitter at another Rahul J. And you can also follow us on Twitter at Middle of Row. And I'm Lauren Heimbaugh wondering if Jamie Foxx was the only character tested on or if there's a bunch of children superpowered just out there reviving people but that doesn't matter um you can find me on twitter at beware of trees and you can find us on tumblr at middlerow.tumblr.com thanks for listening thanks for listening (laughs) go watch best in show and remember the best seats are in the middle of the row